It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right, Problematics, I have one simple question. When on earth did it become this hard to count votes in America on Election Day? This is Can't Cancel Rob Smith. All right, Problematics, look, I am recording this on Tuesday, November 8th for tomorrow's episode, the episode you're going to be listening to today, November 9th, because I have a couple of uh, election night parties to get to. So I'm not going to be here to sort of do the whole post-election day analysis and get in a full episode like that. So you know, I, I'm doing my work. I'm on social media. I'm, I'm doing my stuff. And over and over and over, I see these stories. And these stories are coming from all across the country, uh, particularly in Arizona, all sorts of problems in polling places. We've got machines going down. Uh, we've got people that are stuck in line being told that, uh, you know, these machines are down. Go ahead and fill out this paper. We're going to send it downtown for tabulating all of that stuff. So I'm following Charlie Kirk with Turning Point USA and Tyler Boyer with Turning Point Action. They're very involved in what's going on on the ground in Arizona. So I'm sort of like looking at their tweets and just looking at the chaos that we're seeing right now. And and it really does, it, it makes me very suspicious of what's going on. It makes me not trust the process. And I know that this is exactly the opposite of how I should feel as an American when I go into a polling place and cast my vote. I've already cast my vote. This, um, I've already cast my vote. All right. I, I, I'm not in Arizona. So, and, and I didn't go through any of those issues, but I've already cast my vote. So this doesn't apply to me. 
but I'm seeing this stuff all over my Twitter feed. And so this is two years, mind you. And then on top of all of this stuff, in addition to all of this stuff, we are being kind of groomed by the mainstream media and by the Biden administration to accept the idea that it may take days, if not weeks, to count these election results. It is completely ridiculous. By the way, this is on top of the fact that Biden's Department of Justice is trying to send these quote-unquote election monitoring people to all these different locations all across the country. Florida rejected it. Florida said you have no basis by law to be here and we will not allow you to come in here and disrupt our elections. Can you imagine for a single solitary second if a Department of Justice that was controlled by Republicans, that was controlled by Donald Trump, automatically said, and by the way, in the midst of what is by all accounts going to be an absolute massacre for the Democrats, can you imagine how this would look if the shoe was on the other foot, if Republicans were facing a drubbing, and they you know, we're in charge of of the the White House and and the House uh, and all that stuff. And they said, well, we're going to have our Department of Justice send people to go watch the polls. The left and Democrats would be crying voter intimidation. They would be crying all of these different things. They would rightfully be saying that it looks fishy, as I'm telling you right now that this all looks fishy. And this is only two years after what apparently you are not allowed to say anything other than the idea that the 2020 election was the most safe and secure election that happened in American history, that Joe Biden got 81 million votes, that there was nothing on tour going on during that election at all. There were no pipes first. Uh, There were no votes that were, you know, vote counting that stopped and then started again at 3 a.m. So this is gaslighting. This is complete insanity. And what I will tell you is this. If we don't start getting it together as a country with this, like, this is Banana Republic stuff. These are, like, this is stuff that doesn't even happen at Banana Republic, but, but this is stuff that they are grooming you to accept. They're grooming you to accept days and weeks of election counting. They're grooming you to accept all of these malfunctions that are happening in these polling places. Um, They're grooming you to accept, by the way, if you hear anything that's coming from the Democrats' mouths, that uh, democracy is on the ballot, you you know the Republicans are going to kill our democracy, etc., etc., all of this other stuff. And they are, what they are doing is they are setting the stage to be dishonest with these elections. They are setting the stage to steal elections. That is exactly what's going on right now. And I am not a crazy person. Um, I don't sort of speak in hyperbole. I, I don't get sort of riled up. I'm not that kind of personality. You guys listen, problematics listen to this podcast. You know that I, I'm not that personality. But this got me riled up because this is important. If we as Americans do not believe that our vote counts, if we do not believe in the process that goes towards counting our votes, if we do not believe in the officials that are to be in charge of tabulating and counting votes all across the country, then that really does 
have a detrimental effect on our democracy. That has a detrimental effect on people's confidence in their vote. And by the way, whether or not they'll be even motivated to get out to the polls. And I'll tell you that these races that are happening right now, whether it's Cary Lake in Arizona, where all of this stuff is going on, oh, will by, where, by the way, the Democrat candidate for governor, Katie Hobbs, is still the Secretary of State that has control over all of this stuff, refused to recuse herself from this. If the other way was around, if it was the other way around, we would have Democrats and, and MSNBC and everybody else just going on and on and on about this. So that's what's going on in Arizona right now. And so these races, whether it's Carrie Lake in Arizona, whether it's Lee Zeldin in New York, whether it's Blake Masters in Arizona for Senate, whether it's Herschel Walker in Georgia, whether it's J.D. Vance versus Tim Ryan in Ohio, for Republicans, this stuff all comes down to turnout. Republicans historically do not do as well as Democrats in early voting. So when Republicans turn up and turn out on election day, because, you know, conservatives are traditional in that way, you know, we, I remember when there was one day when you went to go vote. And those, those votes were counted at the end of one day, and then there was a winner. And what's going on is this. Democrats always win in early voting, and Republicans show up the day of and sort of erase those gains and erase that lead, and that's what happens. And so my speculation is this, there are, and I've said this even when we were dealing with this stuff in 2020, you have to watch the urban districts in swing states. These cities, whether it's Philadelphia, whether it's Detroit, whether it's New York City, whether it's LA, whether it's Milwaukee, Wisconsin, etc., these cities have been run top to bottom by Democrats for decades. It is essentially one party rule, and it is as corrupt as corrupt can be. So that is where all of the attention, I believe, towards the election reforms that need to happen, that is where the attention should go. So when Carrie Lake wins in Arizona, I still do believe that she's still going to win regardless of all of this stuff that is that is going on, which is completely ridiculous. And this is what I think, and this is why, when it comes to Carrie Lake, they tried to trap her so many times. Well, will you accept the results of the election? Will you accept the results of the election? She was like, you know, basically, and she didn't say this, but she doesn't want to get trapped into that because she knows the game that these people are playing right now. Democrats are playing this game. They're lackeys in the mainstream media, uh, in the quote-unquote journalists are playing this game as well. The way that they're playing this game is they groom people to accept election days, quote-unquote, that become election weeks, sometimes election month. They groom people to accept that. You get a lot of messaging from Democrats, from Hillary Clinton, from all of these people, you get a lot of messaging that's saying that Republicans want to steal elections. Or Republicans, whenever Republicans go for election integrity reforms, they're trying to steal votes from black people. So this is how this game is played. And this is what they're doing right now. So I hope that there is a very robust uh, legal system in place. I've, I've heard 
that after 2020, there is an infrastructure in place for real, honest legal challenges with some of these places. And even, you know, in Pennsylvania, you've got Fetterman, who is suing, by the way, so that undated and unnamed ballots can be counted. He's suing in order for this to happen. This literally just broke, I believe, either yesterday or this morning. So all of this stuff is happening under the noses of of people, particularly in the noses of, of Republicans. And so I will finish this by asking you again, at what point did election day become election week and election month? It is ridiculous. This is banana republic stuff. And I hope to God if Republicans win, Today, in the ways in which they're projected to win, in the ways in which all of the energy is leading towards, we need to do something about this election system because this is absolutely ridiculous. All right, coming up, problematics. The conservative argument against gay marriage is bubbling up again on the right. Matt Walsh spoke to Joe Rogan about this, and I didn't think he came off too great. I'm going to dig into that after the break. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. <laughs> All right, Problematics, welcome back. You know, one of the things that I saw coming in the entire conservative movement, particularly when Trump was not reelected in 2020, I knew that there was going to be, I knew that there was going to be a schism. I knew that some of the more traditionally conservative religious arguments and stuff like that uh, would start bubbling up. I kind of knew this stuff was coming. And now you're starting to see among a lot of the uh, quote unquote great conservative thinkers are very much interested in sort of relitigating the gay marriage argument. And so there's a lot of people that are sort of having that argument. And and one of these people is Matt Walsh. There's um this other, like this Christian mommy blogger. Her name is Ali Beth Stuckey. And so a lot of this stuff, and and I think even Lila Rose from um 
Live Action, which is an anti-abortion pro-life organization, is, is sort of like co-signing a lot of this stuff. And so I'm going to get into what Matt Walsh said on Joe Rogan, but I want to give this some context because we are now seeing this, and I don't even know, I don't even know if I'm going to call it homophobia. There's, there's a homophobic element to it. There's some people that argue it from the Christian perspective. And then there's some people that are just, you know, given all of this license to just start hating gays now. And and a lot of people have been wanting to do this for a really long time. And they felt a little silence during the Trump years because it just wasn't like that during the Trump years. Trump never had any problems with gays. He appointed, he made Rick Grinnell the most powerful gay man in the world, the acting director of national intelligence for a moment. That This is just... You know, for all the stuff that they said about Donald Trump, the idea that he or any of his family, and I've, you know, I've met him and I've met family members and interacted with them at Mar-a-Lago and all this other stuff, the idea that these people are anti-gay or in any way homophobic was the most laughable thing I'd ever heard, right? So there was just not a lot of this going on during the Trump years. But I knew that the absence of Trump and the absence of true leadership would sort of bring some of these conversations back to the forefront. And another thing that brought these conversations about, you know, gay marriage and, and being gay and the LGBT and homosexuality and all of that stuff in the conservative movement is this anti-groomer movement that has happened because the far left LGBTQ, IAK plus plus, et cetera, et cetera, has gone so crazy that they've woken parents up. And rightfully so, because you have a lot of the far left doing drag queen story hours. Uh you have them, you know, you have small kids uh with drag queens around in bars like all of this other stuff in addition to the whole quote-unquote trans child stuff so when you're looking at this stuff there's just this overarching feeling that the lgbt is somehow and for some reason targeting children and i don't think that that feeling is incorrect by the way i feel that as well i don't understand it and I am not entirely sure what is behind it. The only thing that I can think of that's behind it is the fact that the rights of gay and lesbian adults have been more or less secured by now. And I've spoken to you guys in the past about there's this whole sort of nonprofit activism infrastructure that constantly needs for there to be a fight in order to exist, in order to get donations, in order for people to get these exorbitant three to five hundred thousand dollar salaries that they get for you know fundraising and, and going to galas and, and pressuring hollywood celebrities to show up at the glad awards or you know for fear they're smeared as homophobic or in the case of the human rights campaign shaking corporations down for literally tens of millions if not 100 million plus dollars or else they're going to get smeared as, as homophobic this is how a lot of these organizations operate at this point. And so in the absence of any real fight, they've had to sort of start glomming onto whatever the far left LGBT says is the new fight. And the far left LGBT says that drag queens around kids and drag queens in schools and mutilating and chemically castrating children is the new sort of LGBT civil rights battle, right? And so this is inspiring and engendering a lot of old school homophobia among a lot of people that I think don't have any problems with gay or lesbian adults. The deal has always been adults do what you want to do, but keep it from the kids. Well, the LGBT has gone for the kids. Very obviously. 
And so there's people like me, there's an organization called Gays Against Groomers, the Log Cabin Republicans, all of, like people like me speak out about this as gay and lesbian individuals. But apparently that is not enough for some people because and anyway, let me let me get into this. So so Matt Walsh went on Joe Rogan and had a conversation about gay marriage. And and this is why he's against this. I, I think that this is a weak argument, but I want you to listen to it yourself. What um, if any negative aspects would there be to people doing that if they're gay? Well, the issue is that from my perspective and from the perspective of most human societies that have existed in history is that marriage is the the context in which the the procreative union occurs Mar- marriage is the foundation for the family um it is uh it's something that is reserved for that because the male female union has this capacity to create life whereas no other union has that capacity and so it's a, it's a, it is a different kind of thing and it makes sense to call it something different it's like if a you know, if, if, if human society were to collapse overnight and we all woke up with an amnesia and didn't remember anything about what happened before and, and we're rebuilding society from scratch and we look around and we see that, oh, there are some couplings over here that have this weird habit of creating people and there are other couplings where there are no people being created, we would probably call that something different. It's a, it's a different kind of thing. It's also more important to society. Like society needs that. You're, 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 you're going to keep society going because you're creating people. Um, and that's what marriage was. It was, the, it was the context for that procreative union. But what about gay couples who get surrogate parents to carry their children or who adopt children? That's very common. Yeah, it's, it's common, but that's not the, the union itself is not creating the, the child. But it's because, a man-made institution we've decided that we should involve the law and to join a male and a female who create a family like why would that be mutually exclusive why would that why would that not apply to a gay couple well again part of it is it's a it's a matter of definitions so it's a it's a little bit like the what is a woman question it's like what is what is marriage i mean i i i <clears throat> but doesn't that seem like an easier one like two people who love each other this is my life partner. This is the person I want to be with to the what? day I die. Let's get married. Everybody is happy. Just, Everybody celebrates. Why? Just two people? Why just two people? Well, I don't know. Why, why only two people with heterosexuals? Because that's well, not always only, the case. Well, because only two people can create a, a, another person, you know? Um, no, nah, you can have another person involved and they can have your kid too. I mean, isn't well, that right, what the Mormons did? Yeah, but only, but only two people can actually create Two people at a time. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um, and that, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I would also, you know, if we want to call it heterosexual uh, polygamy, I, I'm not a proponent of that because, you know, when, when two people create another person, the person, the child that they've created now needs and deserves and has a right to um, be raised in a, in a stable environment with, a, with, a, with a, a mom and a dad who are living together in the house. That's what we should endeavor as a society to provide every uh, child and uh, children need they need both a child needs a mom and a dad okay so when i uh, initially saw this when this came up on my twitter feed i was operating on the assumption that he was going to make a biblical argument against gay marriage and you know biblical arguments against gay marriage i can understand and it makes sense like i get that right 
and you can counter a biblical argument with the fact that well when this became a legal thing and when there were like all of these rights that were given when this when marriage became a legal thing so that's how you counter the sort of biblical argument right and then also it's like well what if there are people that obviously they're like i'm christian i believe in the bible i believe in god but what if there are some people who don't believe um in that bible period so what so you know the the biblical argument i i think can be i don't know countered a little bit but this argument right here and if you watch the video of it you know matt walsh isn't even he's not even very sure of what he's saying and the point that he's making because even the even if you you were going to accept the idea that marriage should only be marriage when it is about two people creating another person, which obviously only a man and a woman can do. <laughs> you know, don't listen to the uh, LGBT crazies that'll tell you that, you know, men can get pregnant, they cannot. But even if you were to take him at that point, that leaves out what? So a man and a woman that want to get married, what if they cannot have children? What if they do not want children? Right, so there's all sorts of sort of carve it, it just that's a fundamentally weak argument and in when you watch his body language and when you watch his facial expressions while rogan is questioning him about this you can you it's like you know that he knows that it's a weak argument and i wonder why he didn't just go to the biblical argument but he probably correctly assumed that if he went to the biblical argument, then somebody would say, okay, well, what about people that do not believe in that God, do not believe in that Bible? Like, are they not entitled to any rights as a, um, to any legal, any of the legal rights that are brought out when it comes to marriage? So I thought this was a pretty weak argument, but, um, and you know, I, I, I tweeted about it and there's not a lot of, I think that the good thing about being conservative, right-leaning, whatever you want to call it, is that we don't all have to agree on everything. Okay. Um, I, I think that why Democrats get in trouble is that they somehow allow themselves to be bullied by Twitter mobs into believing that everybody has to think, say, believe the same things. They have to speak in the same way. Uh, they have to act the same way. There can be no dissension of beliefs within the left and within Democrats. And I think that that's what got them in trouble. So I'm not super interested in sort of going into this thing where, you know, I need everybody that's in the conservative movement to be like pro gays and lesbians or pro gay marriage or anything like that. I, I do not need that. I, I do not want that. I just, I don't really care all that much, to be honest. I only care when I will start caring when people start advocating for legislation to like overturn, you know, the Supreme Court decision that ruled in favor of gay marriage, which I don't see happening. And what a lot of people think, and I've said this on this podcast before, the fear mongering that was directed at gays and lesbians after Roe versus Wade fell. And they say, oh, well, this supports a uh, conservative Supreme Court is going to do this X, Y, Z. They don't realize, and, and my best friend is a liberal, like my best friend in the world, my best friend in the world is a liberal, and he had brought that up after Roe happened, after Roe fell, and I told him, and I said, do you know that this uh, this Supreme Court right here, the one that stands right, right now, the one that just killed Roe versus Wade, voted in favor of extending civil rights protections to LGBT people? He's like, what? That didn't happen? I was like, 
It absolutely did. I'm going to need you to Google that. You fact check me. And he did, and he was shocked by it. And so a lot of people that were making that argument just don't really know facts and just weren't aware of something because uh, their liberal handlers in the media did not want them aware of these things. But back to the gay marriage thing and, and that conversation on the conservative side, it's going to happen among conservative influencers and, and conservative people that are basically, you know, they're, they're talkers for a living and they have their worldview and this is America and they're as entitled to that worldview as I am to mine. And like I said, I will become more concerned with that when I see actual moves being made to sort of overturn gay marriage. I think that when you look at the polls, the the vast majority of America has moved on from this. We have moved on from this. Nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares anymore. So we can just leave it at that, much to the detriment of the Matt Walsh's of the world. All right, folks, coming up, something interesting is happened, is happening. A lot of Hollywood celebrities are coming out for a former Republican that is running for mayor. I'm going to break that down for you after the break. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Problematics, let's have a little Hollywood moment here. So there are many celebrities in Hollywood, in L.A., in Hollyweird that are breaking with the uh, the traditional Democrat that is running for mayor. Now, the woman that is the toast of the town when it comes to Hollywood is a woman named uh, Rep. Karen Bass. She has been endorsed by Hillary Clinton, by the big Democrat machine, by a lot of the Hollywood celebrities, et cetera, et cetera. She's a machine politician. She's going to be politics as usual. She will change absolutely nothing in L.A. L.A. has gotten a little better. I will say this. I do not live in L.A., but I visited over the past nine months, and noticeably, I stayed in the Echo Park area the last time I was in L.A., and think it was noticeably cleaner from what I had seen I believe the last time I was in LA was early 2019, uh, and it was horrific. It was disgusting. It was trash. Now, there are still some places that are very, very bad in LA, but I know, for an example, Echo Park was good. So the other guy that is running for mayor is a uh, businessman, very wealthy man, Republican turned independent turned Democrat, of course, named Rick Caruso. Now, obviously, this is not the quote-unquote appropriate person for a lot of Hollywood celebrities. Of course, there's, and of course, he's a, he's a white guy. 
uh, Italian, I guess. And yeah, with the name like Caruso, yeah, he's Italian. But Hollywood celebrities have, you know, gone behind Karen Bass. She's a black woman. She's a Democrat. You know, Hillary Clinton endorsed her and Biden and all this other stuff, like the machines behind her. But there's a couple of Hollywood celebrities like, you know, Katy Perry just Instagrammed a photo of herself voting for Rick Caruso. Chris Pratt has come out. Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy and the Jurassic Park movies, who's married to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. I am like 98% sure that this person is a secret Hollywood Republican, um, has come out for Caruso. So they're kind of rocking the boat a little bit. And it's very interesting that even though this person is running, Caruso's running as a Democrat, obviously used to be a Republican, right? This is, it seems to be the only way that anybody can have some sense and win in these states, which are pretty much one party rule. There is no, there is no way that anybody that is running as a Republican in California, whether you're running for mayor or you're like the great Larry Elder who was running for governor of California, there is just no way that someone with an R next to their name is going to win. There is just no way it is happening. So you got to take these Republicans turned independent, turned Democrats, and no, they're basically going to run as Democrats. They're basically going to govern as Republicans. And it is the only way that any of these cities are going to get cleaned up. Now, even over in New York, Eric Adams has been quite the disappointment thus far. But another one used to be a Republican, playing the long game, you know, ran for mayor as a Democrat, the only non-insane option. And so it's interesting this shake-up that's kind of happening in Hollywood politically and this is what I think, honestly, I really do think that when it comes to 2024, I don't know, like, if, if Trump runs again and if Trump were to get the nomination in 2024, we're not going to see a wave of, like, celebrity Trump endorsements for president. I just do not see that happening. Now, if somebody else were to run against Trump without all the baggage, let's say Nikki Haley ran, or let's say Pompeo ran, or let's say DeSantis ran and they were to get the nomination out from under Trump, I think that we would see some very surprising celebrity endorsements for a Republican. And I think that that's all that, that's all that I would personally, what I want, like, I don't, honestly, celebrities are going to vote for who celebrities are going to vote for, right? It's not going to affect my vote. It never has. But in all of this stuff, I think the only thing that, that we want is some sort of fairness. Isn't, you know, these people, all they, they claim to want equality. What I want and what I ultimately want is for the biggest pop star in the world to be able to say, I'm voting for a Republican. And look, you know, this is who I'm voting for. And if I'm influencing you to vote for this person, go check out their their you know, qualities and their facts for yourself. And if you want to vote for the Democrat, you can do that. I don't think that celebrities and, and people in the public eye and people in entertainment should live in fear of voting Republican or being out about voting Republican. Even there's a fitness influencer I follow, Sean T. I interviewed him one time years ago and I was working for um, Yahoo News. Good guy. Very, very cool guy. Um, I interviewed him for a little segment and his husband was there. Um, but even he, I follow him on Twitter, and he basically just made a post about voting. He didn't say that he voted red or voted blue. He just said, go vote. 
And apparently so many of his followers were upset that, oh, God, look, are you voting Republican? You didn't tell us to vote blue. Do you vote blue? Blah, blah, blah. And then he literally had to delete that tweet and then tweet it again and said, oh, in case there's any confusion, I voted blue. And so at a certain point, you know, celebrities and people that are in the public eye sort of like in a not political way, at a certain point. I think that they need to be as open and honest with their politics as everybody else. And I think that when Republicans say, oh, we don't care what Hollywood celebrities think, et cetera, et cetera, it's just because we know that there's this pressure that comes with them stumping for Democrats and saying that they're going to, there's just a pressure. There's a pressure that they're going to be snubbed. There's a pressure that they're going to be ostracized. There's a pressure that they're going to face backlash for voting for a Republican. It's not fair. So I think all we really want uh, is equality. And I think that in these next couple of years, and I think that even seeing these celebrities come out for Caruso in L.A., I mean, this might, you know, uh, Republican turned independent, turned Democrat, obviously going to govern as a Republican. His entire platform is about cleaning things up. I think that that could be a sea change. And I would be so interested to see what will happen in 2024 with Hollywood and with celebrities and, and their endorsements and how they go, provided it's somebody other than Trump? Because we all know how that's going to go should Trump get the nomination. All right, Problematics, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can catch Can't Cancel Rob Smith every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on iHeart Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'll see you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.